Welcome to the Multi-Orgasmic Mama podcast where sexy motherhood taboos are broken. I'm Tilly Storm, holistic sex and jade egg coach and tantric sex teacher, all around pleasure and prosperity advocate and mama of two. If you are looking to get the spark back in your sex life and relationship, if you'd like to revive desire and feel sexy again without hormones, years of therapy, or trying things that don't feel authentic in the bedroom, then download my free Ignite Your Desire e-guide at www tillystorm.com forward slash e-guide. This episode is brought to you by the Centrally Embodied Woman Collective. If you're ready to remove all your blocks to pleasure, turn on and feeling confident and sexy in your body through my paid programs and offerings, then head to www.tillystorm.com today. have a burning question for you today, a question that has inspired the topic of today's episode on the ways to approach your body and your sexuality in a feminine way. Have you ever thought about how you were raised to approach your body and your sexuality in a very goal-oriented, achieving, performance-like type of way? Hmm. I am very curious. Well, I hear from so many of you and I have many, many clients that have proven to me and have shown me that most of us have never really been taught how to approach our bodies in a balanced or more feminine way. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the masculine. There is nothing more that I love than surrendering to masculine energy. And I absolutely take a stand for the masculine, especially now in a time where the masculine often gets blamed for a lot of the problems in the world. Uh, but it is not the masculine that is the problem. All right. So I did a podcast episode on how women unconsciously emasculate men, because I think this is so important for us to really take stock of how we might be unconsciously doing that. And undervaluing the masculine, where you know, the pendulum is kind of swung from where we've been born and raised in a culture that has undervalued the feminine and not, you know, totally values the masculine, but recently it's kind of been going the opposite way. And I find that we really need to find balance in all of this. So how does overvaluing the masculine show up specifically in our lives and the way that we relate to our bodies and our sexuality as women? And how can we restore balance to how we relate to our bodies and sexuality? Well, we all have masculine and feminine polarities within us, and we tend to identify with one polarity and orient more towards one polarity than the other. But what I found is that basically no women had a really healthy model or example of what orienting toward the feminine and her sexuality looked like, unless she fit into the sexual type of flavor as the sex icons that we grew up with. And, you know, some of the ones that if you were born in the 80s or the 90s that you probably grew up with were like Angelina Jolie, Nicole Kidman, Kate Winslet, all beautiful women, but they all have the same body type. They exude a similar flavor of sexuality, which is fine. But the truth is that there's so many other flavors of sexy and yet our culture only orients towards one kind of look with such little variation. A lot of what we're taught about our bodies and sexuality is about performance. It's about show. It's about 
looking a certain way about fitting into a mold. It's about flash. It's about glamour. It's about having as many orgasms as possible and as quickly as possible. It's basically all about a goal. Now, what might happen if we take away all that we learned about sex and the body about achieving a goal? Like really think about it. How might you relate to your body and your sexuality if there were no mold to fit into or no goal to achieve? Hmm. Well, here's what might be different for you. (laughs) If you had learned to relate to your body in a more feminine or even a more balanced way and not so much this very goal oriented way, you would probably have learned the four ways to relate to your body and sexuality differently. Okay. So the first one is that you would have learned to stop feeling bad about taking a long time. (laughs) If you'd learned that there was no goal in sex, that sex was about pleasure, as opposed to having learned that sex was about achieving orgasm as quickly and as often as possible, you would never have picked up performance pressure that so many women struggle with. We think that men struggle with performance anxiety, No, ma'am. It's absolutely an issue for women as well. Many women shut down completely because they judge themselves for taking too long or they get disappointed that they weren't able to reach orgasm in a certain time frame. But if you learned that women's bodies can take 30 to 40 minutes to reach their full pleasure capacity, And if your partner were to have learned that, uh, then there would be a lot more happy and fulfilled women out there who were putting so much pressure on themselves, who weren't worrying so much or feeling bad about themselves because they took a long time. This is normal. It's normal to take 30 to 40 minutes to really open up a woman's body. Okay. The second way to relate to your body and your sexuality differently is that if you had learned to drop the goal of orgasm, your experience of sexuality would be drastically different as well. Think about when you first learned about pleasure and how good it felt to touch yourself, the playful, innocent curiosity inside. Maybe when you were a teenager or maybe when you were a little kid, you know, if every woman could drop the goal and the expectation of orgasm and really tune into what she was feeling and experiencing and what her pussy wanted, what felt good in the moment, instead of having just, you know, being totally in your head and overthinking it all, we'd have so many more women having full body and energy orgasms. Oh, y'all ask me all the time how to have these sorts of orgasmic experiences as if it's like some magic trick, you know, as if it's like so hard to have a full body or an energy orgasm. But the truth is, is it's so simple. It's really just about allowing your body to feel what's here right now to approach your body in just a really curious way, not a way where there's like, you know, so much pressure, but you're just allowing yourself to feel whatever you feel, even if it's something that you might consider negative or the things that we don't want to feel because those things can become orgasmic because when we allow ourselves to feel what's there, even if it's uncomfortable, the thing that's there is often what's blocking the flow of energy through your body that would give you access to a full body or energy orgasm in the first place. So those areas of tension or stress, those negative feelings, those negative sensations or emotions that you think you have, or those negative thoughts, all of that is what's blocking 
you from having more orgasms in the first place. So instead of trying to approach these things as something that you have to push away or to get rid of, that's, that's it right there. Okay. So it's not about trying to get rid of these things. It's about allowing yourself to feel them because you gotta feel it to heal it and to move through it. But if you try and get rid of it or push past it, it's like you're ignoring a whole part of your psyche that you've created in some way, shape or another for some reason to usually protect you. So instead of trying to push it away, just allow yourself to feel it. Even if you burst into tears or feel weird and vulnerable with your partner, uh, really feeling something that could be rather uncomfortable because this blocking of the thing, the emotion or the sensation or the thought, which sometimes in this example could be the goal itself. When you allow yourself to feel it, you can move through it and pass it. And what's left is access to a free flow of energy, which results in more pleasure. All right. Always approach your body with playful curiosity as opposed to expectation. And you're going to experience crazy, amazing orgasmic experiences like full body and energy orgasms. But if you don't, and you keep up with always expecting your body to perform a certain way or to have an orgasm or go into every sexual encounter with the expectation of having one, then that's what's going to ruin it itself. Okay. So the third way that you can approach your body and sexuality in a more feminine way is to stop giving yourself an either or no more either ors, either you know, for example, I'm 10 pounds lighter, or I decide my body isn't good enough. Like if I'm not 10 pounds lighter, then my body's not going to be good enough. Or either I'm able to orgasm in 10 minutes, or I'm just someone who takes too long and I should give up. I hear so many clients and those of you who reach out and how you approach things in a very either or way. This is setting you up for failure. You do not need to approach your body or sexuality in an either or way. <laughs> this this is a very masculine way to go about things, which can be good in certain situations, but it is not good when it comes to women's experiences of pleasure and orgasm. It generally kills it. All right. So approaching your body and sexuality in a feminine way is about recognizing that it can be a both and situation. So I can lose 10 pounds and still decide that my body is good enough as it is right now. So you can choose both and and see how different that feels. Mm, feels good just saying that, doesn't it? Okay. The fourth way that you can approach your body and sexuality in a more feminine way is to understand that female bodies and desire is cyclical and to start treating your body as such. Female sexual desire is so cyclical. If you cycle as a woman, if you have a period, it totally depends on what phase of your cycle you're in as to how your body responds with desire. So this can be different for any woman, right? Some women are hot with desire right before they menstruate or while they're menstruating. Some women is more so when they ovulate. I'm a total ovulating crazy lady, but uh, it just depends on you. So either way, if you cycle, you can start tracking your period in one of the period tracking apps that you can find online and you can start taking note of your sexual desire over the course of several months. And then you start to compare your notes and see how your desire changes and see how it shifts as you move from one phase to another in your cycle. It's really quite fascinating. Super encouraging to do that. So one thing I wish that all men could understand is that women's bodies aren't 
fixed. I wish you could understand that too. For a lot of you, your body's not fixed. What worked yesterday may very much not work today. And what didn't work yesterday may very well work for today. That's because we are cyclical as women. We are not fixed or linear. So when you learn to see your body as a body that moves through phases and cycles, it doesn't feel so daunting if you are in a low desire phase. And this can also not just pertain to your cycle. If you, you know, if you have a period and you have a cycle, you can go through certain phases on a much more micro and macro level as well. So macro meaning you might be shut down with desire, you know, after a period of time, uh, from a divorce or breakup from a big life transition or from after having a baby. Right. And that's more of a macro level cyclical desire thing. So that can occur over the period of months or even a couple of years. And then there's a micro level of desire that can happen on, right? Like in one day, you could move through all these phases of the cyclical nature of women. So like from winter to spring to summer to fall all in one day, or even all in one sexual encounter. So this is a really amazing way to approach your body and your sexuality, knowing that it is cyclical and that when you honor the cycle and the phase that you're currently in, you're much more likely to pass into the next one. So hot mamas, try utilizing these four tips throughout the day and see how that changes what you're able to experience sexually and how you're able to relate to your body and sexuality differently. And don't forget to download my Ignite Your Desire e-guide at www.tillystorm.com forward slash e-guide. And please, please, please subscribe to the podcast, share the multi-orgasmic mama with a friend, and let's help grow this baby in our year four of podcasting. Woohoo! Thank you so much for listening. Bye.